Hi everybody, this is Gad Saad. I want to take a few minutes today to discuss about the protocol of civility when it comes to someone dying. And it's a, it's a topic that I've often thought about because obviously as someone who is quite active on social media and whenever a well-known person dies, you always see you know, all sorts of reactions that take place on social media. So for example, when Rush Limbaugh died, the conservative talk show host when he passed away, uh, I think it was last year or two years ago, uh, you know, some people who didn't like his positions were just, you know, uttering some of the most vile things that you could think of. And I had weighed in at the time that, you know, it, whether you agree or disagree with his positions, death has a way of hopefully softening people's hearts, not uh, a more... A uh, distant example of this kind of phenomenon is when uh, Christopher Hitchens, whom you know I have the greatest amount of admiration for, a true honey badger, when he had gone on, I think it was Fox News, this is maybe back in 2007 or somewhere around then, and uh, the Reverend Jerry Falwell had just passed away, and I remember that uh, Christopher Hitchens had, had pulled no punches in sort of uh, his positions, he, you know, he didn't uh, sugarcoat what he thought of the man or, you know, uh, you know, basically he just, you know, he didn't temper his, 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 his disdain for the guy, notwithstanding that he had recently passed away. And look, uh, I'm, I'm hardly, you know, a, a dainty, you know, Puritan guy who can't uh, uh, handle difficult topics, but I do think that there is something to be said about being civil immediately upon someone's passing right now short of the guy being uh, you know Osama bin Laden or Hitler or you know other true uh, you know nasty folks in history then one would like to think that we most people would think that it is uh, good behavior good etiquette to maybe uh, hold their tongue uh, because those people that you may not like also have families they're grieving and so on and so again it's not that I'm this you know you know softy who can't handle you know uh, getting into the ring and duking it out but I think that you know unless otherwise warranted always start off with kindness as the default value and then if it warrants it then you can come out swinging like a honey badger, which leads me to something that happened yesterday on uh, Twitter. As many of you know, at this point, Queen Elizabeth uh, passed away yesterday. And so I had gone on Twitter and I saw the following uh, tweet from a lady by the name of Uju Anya, U-J-U and then Anya, A-N-Y-A. She's a associate professor uh, of linguistics at Carnegie Mellon University, which is a very prestigious university. And this is what she wrote. I heard the chief monarch of a thieving, raping, genocidal empire is finally dying. May her pain be excruciating. And I just retweeted her tweet and I simply wrote, the darkness of the human heart is truly limitless. Now, I don't know if I was the cause for Twitter to eventually... Uh, remove that tweet and as you know I, I'm not someone who supports 
that you know third parties sanitize information for us let all information freely flow and then people can make up their own minds as to whether a given position is is good is kind is veridical or not uh, but twitter given their terms of terms and policies decided to take it away and of course some people said oh but you know aren't you for freedom of speech of course it is just bafflingly imbecilic to think that uh the fact that Twitter removes her tweet, which I hadn't suggested that they remove it in any way, that that in any way relates to freedom of speech, right? Uh, I'm a strong supporter of these social media platforms not doing the curation for us. So if anything, I don't support the fact that they remove that tweet. Uh, but I have nothing to do with whether they remove it or not. I simply retweeted that uh, what I thought was rather harsh tweet, and then Twitter decided to remove it. So that doesn't in any way relate to freedom of speech, and it doesn't in any way uh, presume that I don't think that this lady in question has a, the right to say it. Of course she has the right to say it. Remember, I'm the Jewish guy who says that Holocaust deniers have the right to spew their nonsense. So I don't need idiotic lectures from imbeciles on Twitter. So, of course, she has the right to do it. And Twitter decided that she had violated their terms of service. So that, that's that. But the more, the question that I want to focus on today, sorry, I'm just getting some stuff ready here to, to talk about some other stuff, is whether it makes sense for a person to share this kind of sentiment upon the passing of, of look, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a monarchist. I mean, I'm Canadian, first of all. Uh, so I don't necessarily like the idea when there is uh, a court case, it's the queen versus the accused, right? Even though we live in Canada. Uh, but more generally, I'm not a fan of the idea of having uh, monarchs, right? That live in 73 different castles with 45,000 servants who have to curtsy to them using taxpayer dollars. So I'm hardly a fan of the monarchy. But from what I know of Queen Elizabeth, she certainly seemed to be a exceptionally dignified woman who, uh, I mean, I don't buy the whole thing. She, you know, she's a public servant who, I mean, you know, she, there, there's a lot of benefits that come with you being queen, but she, she, she certainly does seem to be someone who uh, handled her role with incredible grace and poise, uh, notwithstanding the fact that I'm not a fan of that particular institution. But my point is, is it a good idea for someone to exhibit the kind of, you know, poisonous, cancerous hatred, never mind whether it is justified or not. Uh, as empires go, the British Empire, I'm not here to defend the history of the British Empire, but as empires go, and if you're going to uh, be angry about, uh, you know, colonization and empire building, then uh, there are a lot of other empires that were profoundly more uh, <laughs> detrimental to the host society than the British Empire. And I'm not sure the extent to which Queen Elizabeth has anything to do with whatever that particular professor was angry about. I've often talked about what happened to us in Lebanon, right? And yet I don't hold 
all people who come from that background responsible for what happened to us in Lebanon because I recognize that people have individual personal agency, people have personal responsibility. So I don't hold an entire people's uh, as being guilty uh, for the sins of some people, right? There were people from that particular ideology that wanted to kill us, and it was people from that ideology that also saved us. And therefore, a nuanced, fair person, a decent person, a kind person, is able to met out their love and hatred in ways that are rational. So I'm not sure that this lady, by the way, just go see her Twitter feed. It's unbelievable. Uh, you know, I know that my university, an, an administrator at my university, felt uneasy about the fact that I used the words imbecile on my Twitter feed. I mean, literally the word imbecile, which is rather a highbrow term for what might take place on Twitter. Well, that administrator or the Carnegie Mellon administrators should, should in context go and see what this person's Twitter feed is like, this professor. And by the way, I support her right to do that. And I don't think she should be punished by her employer because she is a private citizen. And what she writes on her social media should not be monitored by her university. So I'm not suggesting that she be punished. But again, to the extent that some people argue that, well, you know, uh, professors are public figures and therefore what they do in their private time is still within the purview of their employer's uh, scrutiny, which I don't agree with, well, then they might want to go see her Twitter feed. It's absolutely unbelievable. Drunken sailors well, wouldn't speak in this manner. And as a last point, some of you may think that maybe this is a frivolous attack on this person. She's an associate professor at Carnegie Mellon. I went to check her uh, citation metrics. They're not very impressive for a associate professor at Carnegie Mellon. If only we might have an alternate reason to explain why she got promoted in the way that she has. I don't have any assuredness that that's what it was, but certainly her citation analytics are not consistent with a associate professor at Carnegie Mellon. So much ugliness in the world. Uh, life is short. Every moment is precious. Be angry whenever you need to be, but maybe hold your rancor and anger and venom when a person has just died. Maybe we, we deserve to offer them a moment of respect upon their passing. Maybe that's me being a softy, but as I said, I always think that be kind as a default value and come out swinging if anybody comes after you or your loved ones. Take care, everybody. Cheers.